We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Giancarlo, host of Miami Heat Beat. Uh, sorry for this little intro thing. Just kind of wanted to explain. We had some technical issues yesterday. Uh, so we're doing a double upload today. This is from uh, yesterday, Tuesday, October. I'm sorry, Monday, October 3rd. And uh, this pod right now that you're about to hear is the hangover time uh, for October 4th on Tuesday against the Timberwolves. So a little bit of a double upload. Again, I apologize uh, for that. I haven't been feeling well. I've been a little, you know, um, I wouldn't say under the weather, but I've had some health problems. So I've had to step away from some of that heat beat responsibility. So uh, bear with us as we figure some stuff out. I love you guys, and I hope you please enjoy uh, both of these great uh, pieces of content that we're going to put up today. So uh, enjoy. Miami, 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 Miami. All right, I forgot that was on on mute for both you and me. This is going to be a rough experience, all right? Brian's <laughs> just getting his bearings back. <laughs> I just got a new laptop today. I don't even have my mic uh, plugged in because I forgot. I need an adapter to use my USB um, interface, whatever. It's too much lingo. Okay, just make sure that nobody in your house makes a fucking sound. It will be exactly. great. Exactly. <laughs> so I got to use AirPods. If you guys think uh, I don't have a microphone, that's, that's my microphone for the show. Um, with me today, we got Christian Hernandez. How are you doing today? Pretty good, I can man. be your hero. Yeah, By the way, yeah. great, great. Like that name change. I think it came through finally. I mean, I would say big, big W for Tyler. Uh, you know, before we get into, you know, obviously, you know, it's it's you and me today, so I'm sure we're gonna get into like the cap ramifications of his new extension. But first and foremost, congratulations to Tyler because he absolutely deserves it. Um, I don't. You know, it's. I, I think it's debatable whether the contract's a little bit rich, but you got to remember he's he's what twenty two years old. He's twenty two years old, coming off a season where he averaged twenty points per game. That's a pretty rare thing, you know. Obviously, he's still let's, got some let's things to work up to on. Twenty one. That was like twenty point seven, twenty point eight. You're right. I'm selling. I'm selling him short, and I'm supposed to be, you know, your hero. So, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, big congrats to Tyler. Um, you know, I think it's. I think it's exciting, honestly, Brian, because 
if they had planned to really move him sometime in the near future, like the next, you know, two to four months, I really doubt he's getting this extension. So he's clearly showing the team something. I agree. I think part of the reason why um, they didn't is because they, they spent a whole off season trying to trade him. Obviously we knew that Miami was in two different trade rumors at the time for both. Well, really it was the Kevin Durant pursuit. And I think Donovan Mitchell to a very much lesser extent. Um, and none of those deals manifested because in large part, I think Miami didn't have the first round picks um, to make any of those deals um, along with Tyler. And and they had to toss in at least one of the bad contracts that they had, which was either Duncan or Kyle Lowry. And I think in order to facilitate that kind of deal, you needed the picks to kind of sweeten that, that pot. And they didn't have it. And then they're not going to have it for at least a couple more seasons just because they have these protections with OKC, which we can get into later. I think they actually did that conversation last pod I was in because I know Gianni texted me about it. So I won't actually get into any, any details on that. But let's just get to the gist of what happened um, yesterday that we are finally able to discuss that Tyler Hero um, agreed to his four-year extension. Now, it's four years and not five years because he didn't sign a max um, rookie extension deal, which if you – can recall it's the same deal that Bam signed. It's the same deal that Ben Simmons signed. It's the deal that Donovan Mitchell signed. It's that deal that they basically couldn't have used him in order to trade him um, to a team that already had like a, a designated rookie max extension player. So had right. Tyler signed that same deal that Bam did, and then they wanted to still like send him out to um, to the Nets next season, say Kevin Durant wants to get traded next year, and he still wants to come to Miami, and Miami wants to use Tyler as one of those contracts to move. They wouldn't be able to do it the same way they couldn't do it with Bam unless they brought in Ben Simmons back. So because he signed a four-year deal that wasn't um, a max contract, um, he signed a four-year, $130 million extension. Ten of ten million of that's actually um, built in with incentives. We don't know what those incentives are still. I was going to ask waiting. you. I was, yeah, I was just I'm looking still at waiting to see what they are. Yeah, I was looking at Spotrack today too. Yeah, they're just listed as unclassified. Um, you know, unlikely bonuses. Unlikely bonuses. Yeah. So they're unlikely bonuses. Miami still has to consider that with um, their salary cap, just because um, with unlikely bonuses, they can still be counted towards the luxury tax. Um, it's kind of the same thing what happened when they had they had the last time they they added unlikely bonuses. Two contracts that I can recall was James Johnson, Kelly Olenek, and Dion Waiters. And all of them had, surprisingly, all of them had performance um, in terms of the games played. And I believe James Johnson was the only one that had like a body fat percentage. <laughs> I would, I mean, I, God, I really would love to see the fine print that the Heat throw into specific contracts. And if it varies too, it might just be like a, like a culture template, you know what I mean? Yeah. That has a bunch of things that you got to do. You got to maintain certain standards, but who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe for I certain think, guys, they add a little bit extra well, to make sure I they're mean, motivated. So unlikely certain centers in the NBA, the way they kind of work is like, if you haven't done it, then it's unlikely because you haven't done it yet. I think the right. easiest one for Tyler that he could get that extra 10 million, and it might just be like a gradual, it's not gonna be like all 10 million at once. He'll probably have like one that's a million, two million, three. Like they'll probably. Well, yeah, it's, it says that there's two and a half million per season of unlikely oh, okay. bonus incentives. So yeah, so I, I it's have probably to imagine the same thing each year. I would imagine. 
Yeah, I have to imagine one of them's probably like an all-star game. Probably. Something like that. Maybe uh, a title bonus of some kind. I highly doubt there's one for like another six-man of the year award. I imagine his like agent didn't want to put that in writing. I mean, he's trying to be a starter, so I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so the clause I, I is no cereal. There's a, oh, there's shit. A, out here? There's a no cereal clause. <laughs> Let's uh, welcome in Alphonse Sydney, aka Alf954, onto the Miami Heat Beat podcast. Alf, how are you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. The Heat won tonight. Damn right they did. They had to win. One of them won, one of them lost. We'll get into those details later on scrimmage from the Heat. Was it I Heat? I can't wait to talk about the um, but we're, we're talking about the Tyler Hero uh, extension, and uh, we were just talking about like the numbers and all that sentences and stuff. But Alf, you first see this news come in yesterday on your Twitter timeline. Your first reaction is what? Of course. <laughs> like, <or laughs> it was so dumb. What are people surprised by? He was going to get his extension. The second he didn't get traded, he was going to get his extension. Like, we all knew that. Like, the, this uproar, this like people. Oh, this signals to uh, Jimmy that they don't—they're not serious. Shut up! Like, what are we doing? Like, you have the four, the sixth man of the year. Um, he's coming. You know, he's do his rookie extension. You see what these other guys are getting. Tyler Hero is better than most of these guys. Like, stop! Like, we get like we forgot. Like last year, he was our best player for stretches. I mean, weeks at a time. Like when everyone else is down with injury. Or you're, you, you know, you're coming in 26 to 12 with uh, three minutes left in the first, and all of a sudden it's 26, 22. That was Tyler Hero every time. Like, what are we doing? Like, let's stop. Like, I don't know, man. I think, I think fans. I think not just fans. I think media. Like, you're watching all over the NBA. People are overthinking this thing. You have a guy like Tyler Hero. It's, he's up for his rookie extension. You extend him. You pay him his money. And he he's making less than the max. Like, I'm not saying it's a deal or it's a, a bargain, but he got his market value. Like, I just don't get it. Like, what? Like, this whole idea, people are upset. Like, get out of here. I mean, I feel like a lot of it, too, is just how big these contracts are these days. Let's face it. 90% of people fucking hate math, right? So they just see big number. Holy crap. Is he that good? You know? So I think that's definitely part of it. Um, Someone said he's not worth 30 million. And it's like, okay, first of all, like, I don't even think he's getting 30 million the first year. I don't even know how it's, how it's uh, constructed, but like, what do you mean? He's not worth 30 million. Like, what is is 30? I'm sorry, Shmeethan Shmolnik just said, why is Christian's forehead shinier than the hardwood at FTX? You've said this like three times, my guy. It's called facial cleanser, CeraVe. Buy yourself a bottle. You're welcome. Sorry. Sponsors. That is pretty rough. I mean, Jesus. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. What kind of moisturizer know. do you use? Uh, CeraVe, yeah. baby. Sarah, oh, you got the whole you got the whole lineup? You got like a, you got a sponsorship deal done. Yeah, no, I, I really should sponsor us. That shit looks like extra virgin olive oil. What are you talking about? I literally just showered. <laughs> you moisturize with Pam. Jesus Christ. Max on, Max on. Bro, all I hear is jealousy. All right? That's all I hear. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. Like... <laughs> That just reminds me, we had that Precioso shirt for like a hot minute before he got traded. It was a great shirt. I'm I think only two, two people did. bought it. What, which one was that? The, the one that we had Precious. Oh, God. But it said Precioso. 
Oh, and I had it in the purple color. It was exactly like the purple Fabuloso. It was great. I, I sold their font. They never sued us. So I'm happy. Uh, but listen, uh, just Tyler's extension. He was going to get it. I don't know why anyone is surprised. I feel like it, I feel like Twitter nowadays and, and just, just NBA fandom in general is like just waiting for the thing to happen that you knew was going to happen so that you can be outraged. And it's like, why are we outraged by like, – we make fun of the Knicks for – I think R.J. Barrett was the first time they've extended a rookie since Charlie Ward. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Okay. Like, listen, man, like the – you do redrafts of the last time the Heat like picked at the back of the lottery. Between Bam and Hero, you have two top five picks. Like you have to re-sign those guys. You have to lock them up. It, it it is what it is. Like, and I know everyone thinks it cripples their chances to make any other moves. I don't know. Brian probably explained why it does. Listen, I, they weren't going to make any 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 moves in terms of free agents because they didn't have no cap space, regardless of if they signed or didn't sign. Um, Tyler, like it just was never going to be a possibility for them to go after a free agent unless they went to sign trade route, which I mean, I don't even think next year's free agent class is all that realistic because uh, I think the only guy that maybe I would have considered and then it was like a long shot was maybe LeBron, but he signed his extension too. Like, I mean, that's what happens yeah. with all these guys nowadays. Like, any superstar that becomes even remotely close to being a free agent, they end up getting um, just free an extension for like done. two or three years and then that's it. They're, they basically have to go out after him and tra- in a trade route. The last guy we went after was Kyle Lowry, and like he's not a superstar, so that's why we're able to do a sign trade for him. But Jimmy Butler, I mean, we knew that he didn't want to stay in, in Philly, and his whole situation was way different than some of these other disgruntled stars that we've seen. Come but signing, up I mean, signing a free agent into space now is just—it just doesn't happen like it used to. No, I, what Brunson, what Brunson was signed into space, right? Yeah, and he was the best free agent this past offseason. <laughs> and that's that was, the kind of guy that left was, that moved. Yeah, that's the kind of guy as a free agent that's going to be a free agent, and that's the kind of guy you're going to sign into space. And honestly, it's just I, I don't I don't understand why people are upset. I don't understand why people are surprised. I still think they have what it takes to make a move by the trade deadline. Um, you know, if if they feel like if whether they feel like they're they're one piece away. Whatever it is, I do think they still have what it takes to make a move. Well, okay, from that perspective, Al, who do you think is on the hottest seat? Out of the guys on the roster? Like, yeah. who's, I mean, I think you said it best. It's Kyle and Duncan. Like, listen. I just wanted you, know, you to say it. Oh, yes. This, first of all, as much as I, I love Duncan, a lot of it is shtick. I like the guy, whatever. I, but it's not as <laughs> – yeah, it's, it's – you know, and I, I, I love – you know, I like, I like his shooting. I like the fact that um, he's big. Um, and that, well, that's about it. Um, <laughs> you don't like his podcast? It's, I've never heard it. Um, <laughs> you got to, man. It's part of our Blue Wire podcast. Network. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blue Shout Wire, out the long the shot. Um, but yeah, I think you're right, man. Like Duncan, Kyle, like those are the guys who, like, they have something to prove this year. Less mm-hmm. so, Kyle. Um, I, I just think the whole thing, the Kyle thing is overblown. But I, I, I think he wants to prove that he's worth $30 million. I think Duncan wants to prove that he's worth nineteen. And I don't even know – I don't know what Duncan can really do to save himself, right? Like, if they're going to make a move, it's not even – Duncan could be playing out of his mind, but if the move comes around that needs to be made, Duncan's contract is the one you need. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or Kyle's, but I, I – I, like, I don't see – you know, maybe Kyle's playing poorly, but Duncan's contract is the one you need that's going to get you, get you to the dollar amount you need to make a, a real big trade. So, yeah, I mean, even if it ends up being something like a salary dump. I mean, Brian, I feel like I feel like just so that the audience can kind of fully grasp this, 
can you pull up the cap table for next season? Because I feel like I understand it's, uh, you know, it's kind of tomorrow's problem, but yeah. it's part of the reason why the hero extension, you know, when taking it into account with the rest of the team uh, is a pretty significant move because it really complicates their flexibility moving But forward. didn't we do this with Bam's extension too? Well, I mean, I don't think no, there's that situation. No, but I mean, people were crying, oh, it takes you out of the Giannis running. Like, yeah, you, but you, this is you, different. Well, because yeah. Back then, okay, Miami true. had cat space, and they still had cat space to go after Kyle Lowry. They were just short a couple million dollars. That's why they want to sign trade rep. But they could have still signed him to cat space if he would have taken a smaller discount on that first year of his deal. Um, but if Bam had had ways to sign his extension, yeah, Miami had the space to do uh, any any basically signing for any max level free agent. And at the time, we were all thinking Giannis was, was going to be the one that Miami was going to target. Obviously, he signed his extension. Like mm-hmm. I've been saying all along, all these massive free agents are going to sign your extensions no matter what. They just so, want that money so right the, away. So what's this big deal? So, I mean, what's the big, the big deal about deal space with, anyway? Hero is that Miami's not not Miami's not even going to have any space. Miami's way over the salary cap as is right now. And now this is Miami's first time that they're actually pushing the limits of going into luxury tax. And every time you go into luxury tax, you're paying there's different like levels of it. I have to figure out where Miami's going to stand. Yeah, soon. Mickey's got it. But it, it's, it becomes more than just a dollar for dollar. At some point it becomes like a dollar point five for dollar. And like, it gets higher and higher. Like golden state's paying like almost $4 per like dollar that they go over to luxury tax, which at that point, like a $15 million deal that's over the luxury tax or even like a minimum contract ends up being worth like $10 million. Yeah. But so like, why, that's but where it gets tricky. Why do we care? Well, Miami hasn't had to do it yet. Miami, the last time Miami was a luxury tax team, well, that's the thing. Miami, the last time Miami was a luxury tax team was when they got Jimmy Butler, and they they barely won over. They were only over because they were hard capped to make that deal happen, and they were only over by like five or six million dollars at the time. Before so that, no re- it was the big three, and and so there's during no that repeater time, tax. There's no repeater tax issue. Right. Well, not no, not, not, not yet. This year or not, next not, year not this sure. year or yeah. not next season. But it probably would be an issue in about four four years starting next year. Dude, they always do some cap magic to get under the – it's fine. Like, whatever. Yeah. And, I'm, I mean, obviously, I can't predict the future because, obviously, the, the salary cap can go up a lot. Um, the TV contract's supposed to be up for renewal, I think, in about two or three seasons. So that could change the mathematics on a lot of these contracts where Tyler's deal could look like a bargain in four years from now. That's what and always I think happens. That's what the, I think that's what the Heat are predicting. They they locked him in now to, to salary cap. Well, really, it can go up if next season salary cap ends up going up by like five million dollars. Then the one hundred twenty million dollars that we're looking at right now for Tyler Hero's contract, or the one hundred thirty if he gets the incentives, ends up being worth a little bit more because it's just tied to a percentage of the salary cap what he's making. Right. That's what it actually predicts. no, it's not true because he's not getting the max. No, actually that's not true. He's not getting the max. No, actually it's it's going to be this much. No matter what, depend. No matter what the salary cap goes in next year, because he didn't sign for the max. What Fig said. Oh, that's, oh, I, uh, that's interesting though. I didn't know that. So on a max yeah. contract, it actually scales with the exact percentage of the salary cap. Yeah, because the max is the max. So if the salary cap ends up going up five percent next season, then huh. then they what they projected, and yeah, it, basically the starting salary goes up an extra five percent. So it's yeah. the total worth of the deal. But because Tyler didn't sign the max contract, this could look like even more of a steal if next year's projections end up being even greater than they were. That they came, I think, this past uh, month when they announced what the projections are right. for next season. With so that could be with inflation, be a, he won't even be able to rent an apartment in Miami. So, <laughs> but I want to get into this Albert tweet real quick. 
just to show you what exactly Tyler's contract is going to look like. So Tyler signs a four-year $120 million census um, for $130 million. Um, it's 20 to $30 million less than max, depending on if he gets the incentives or not. So overall in the course of the deal, he could have made an extra $30 million if he signed for the full max like Dan did when he was up for his extension, but he didn't. Um, he would have been able to get a 30% max if he had opted out after year three. So the cool thing about his contract is that year four that he has, there is no option on that year. So if he has like a crazy, like if five four, year four and he should have been a free agent, Miami could lock, could have basically had him become a free agent that season had he had a player option, but because Miami locked him in for four years without a player option or even a team option for that matter, it could be a steal by that year four. And, and that's around the time when that salary cap's supposed to spike. So I think by year four, this deal could look like a massive steal. Because by then also, I think um, Tyler's, so Tyler would be locked in, Bam would be locked in, or Bam might be a free agent that summer. But the only other players that would be like possible free agents would be, Duncan would already be gone by then. Kyle would already be gone by then. And then Jimmy would basically be, I think, if not on the last year of his contract, he might also be a free agent too. Like basically Tyler could be look, looked at like the second um, highest paid player on the team. And it could be like a massive steal because the max contract by that season could end up being like almost $60 million. And he bought it well, last year. That's what we're going to give to Zion. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's on there. And then also just wanted to mention that obviously like he could have been a restricted free agent and Miami could have waited to sign him, but because they didn't, uh, that's basically what this tweet uh, from Albert um, is going about. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And then one okay, last thing on here. Oh, go ahead. Sorry is um, his starting base salary is 20% discount from the max. So just so Christian, you were, uh, you were kind of not upset, but you were bemoaning the signing and saying it was kind of a signal that, you know, the, the team could not really, I mean, the core of the team was the core of the team. They couldn't make any moves. Like, where did that, like for you, where did that come from? When can Tyler be traded now? Next season. Okay. I so... mean, technically he could still get traded this season. But the only two teams that can make that work, and I did the math today, is it's going to be – let me pull up my – I, I put a thing in our chat. So Tyler Hero, basically, if he gets traded, he's on a poison pill provision. He's not able to get traded for, um, I think, until December. Um, I might be wrong in the actual timeline when he can get traded. It might be a month later from when he just signed. But just for semantics, 
his outgoing salary is now going to be instead of the 5.7 million that he's making this season, it's now going to be 5.7 million dollars plus the average of the four C, four years that he's going to be making, which you have to basically bump up to 130 million dollars. So when I did the math, that ends up being an average of 27 million dollars that his outgoing salary is for the team that takes him in. So Miami, for, oh, sorry, letting sorry. him if they trade him. Would have would basically would only be a trade match five point seven million dollars of that twenty seven point one million, so that's a difference of twenty one point four million dollars that a team has to take in as like salary cap space. So they, like so they, they have, have to have, have space, space right to make that work. And the only two teams that have space over twenty four million dollars right now are, are really they just need twenty one, and it could be less if they traded like a player or two. But just just to take in that space. The only two teams that could make that work is San Antonio and Indiana. So That's basically, it. Tyler's not going anywhere this season, most yeah, likely. Yeah, because there's no one on those but, two teams Monty would want to trade him for. But did we, I, think, did we think that Tyler was going to be traded by the deadline this year? I mean, if you Had he not signed still, his extension? Yes. I mean, I I, so, okay, this whole offseason, we've been operating under the assumption that the Heat's full focus was on Kevin Durant, right? So mm-hmm. if they still even had an inkling that Kevin Durant could be available by the deadline. I feel like you don't see Tyler get this extension at this time. And I, so, think, I, I think that that pipe dream was done. That's the thing I just don't get. Like, I feel like that pipe dream was, that pipe dream was gone. Like the, the kind of moves we can make by the, the deadline, I think it's going to be, it's going to take Duncan. It's going to take Kyle, maybe a first round pick, some something to get a, a power forward or another score in here. I just, I, I guess that's where I was so confused because I, I thought once Tyler made it through the Kevin Durant talks, it was done. He was going to get his extension. I, mean, I did too, but then why did it take like an extra month for because him to get the extension? We I mean, no I don't know. Idea. I mean, I don't know, man. Bro, I, if, I, every, if all the other guys are getting 110 and he wants 130, or maybe he wanted 140, maybe he wanted 150. And maybe that's why it took all this time to get to 130. I mean, I, I shared this yesterday, but I heard from a pretty reliable source back in June that Tyler's extension was basically already agreed upon. It's just that it wasn't it wasn't actually offered. They were basically like, look, we're, here's what we're going to give you. Uh, but we're just kind of seeing, you know, what shakes out. Like, so I don't know. Like, I mean, I would love to spend some time going into, like, why it happened right I, now. Does he look that good in camp? I sure hope so. Christian, I think one of the reasons they want to see how you look coming out of camp. They want to see how his, his whole summer, his routine, everything that came back. Because obviously he had the disappointment in the playoffs. Obviously he came back from that injury from the Boston series with that groin injury. So he had to rehab that for a bit. But, I mean, you, you, you see the reports of, like, he came into camp, you know, with a lot more muscle than he did last season. Um, he spoke very that. highly of how he, he, he basically needed to rework his body, especially his lower body, because it just broke down on him towards the end of the season. It, it, he said, basically he lost like 10 pounds um, towards that last stretch. And a lot of players on the team felt the same way. So he felt like he needed to basically dive in even deeper into his uh, weight training and strength training to be able to handle the course of a regular season. Plus the postseason. I mean, Miami played yeah. over hundred games last season. And I just think that might be part of the reason why Miami waited. I think they want to see his body of work coming out of this camp too. And I think they also want to see if they, if he realistically had a shot to be a starter, because if you're paying him this amount of money, you better be damn sure that he could be a starter on this team. Yeah. 
I think all that's nonsense. I'm and sorry, Brian. I, 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 like, I, do, I do just want to say, because you, you, were, you were asking like why I was, I wasn't, I wasn't poo-pooing, but I was like in my head, my concern is what if this team underachieves this season? And then you're going into the off season with 10 guys on the roster and you're already 15 million over the luxury tax. That's also why when we were talking about Kyle and Duncan earlier, I feel like one of them is gone no matter what. And yeah, probably just but, a pure like salary dump move because which they is why, have to clear up space. Which is why, like, and you know they'll do it. Like they do it all the time. And that's why I just didn't understand some of the hand wringing. And I was just gonna say, Brian, I don't agree with any of that because, like, it, honestly, to me, if you were basing your extending Tyler Hero on the shape he came into camp in, that's crazy to me because, like, everyone. I mean, why? Came, it's an investment. But he came in a, a camp in great shape last it's year. Still, it's a really big investment to be settling on. Is he muscular enough? And <laughs> yeah, like, they, they didn't exercise over <laughs> during the break. Like, come on. Like, to me, I, to me, there was a number they were trying to get to, and they had to figure it out. And probably uh, Tyler wanted a little bit more. They wanted to give him a little bit less, and that's how negotiations worked out. You know, we all, you know, we we've we've all heard things that the, you know Christian heard things that it was done. We've we've heard things in the past. It's I mean, we knew it was gonna be done needed. too. We can't say why, but we knew it was done too. We just yeah, but we sure why it took exactly. So, long. so what it, it didn't he could have came in in he could have came in a camp limping. They would have still gave him the damn extent, extension. As long as he wasn't pregnant, I think he's fine. <laughs> uh, but to uh, Christian's point about the luxury tax, like Miami, so I'll I'll show you this is from Spotrack, so all these numbers are legit. So Miami going into next season has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players um, going into next season that they can bring back. Um, he's on a, a non-guaranteed contract. So is Dwayne Devin. So this could be less, um, could be eight players. But regardless, like Haywood Highsmith is making almost the minimum, and so is Devin for, for a lesser extent. I know, those are actually um, cheap deals. <laughs> yeah, those are cheap deals. But basically, Miami has at least up to 10, 10 players or eight players that they could bring in next year that are signed. Um, and into Spotrack's um, calculations with those eight players, and this, is, this is also counting the cap holds. So those cap holds are worth minimum contracts. It's like the very minimum, minimum salary you can use to fill out the rest of the roster, which is 14 players that Miami has to sign, according to the NBA's um, CBA uh, structure. But they're basically right now estimated to pay a $30 um, luxury tax bill because there'll be there'll be $15.5 million over luxury tax. That's the so most. I guess that puts like, them in the two times range, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, this this would put them in the one time range. It's just every time you go over a certain threshold, that luxury tax oh, gets higher and oh, higher. The second you go into the luxury tax, you pay double what you're in the tax. Correct. Oh, okay. I didn't know. That. Yeah. yeah okay. It's a dollar for a dollar that you're already over the luxury <laughs> tax. Okay. Like honestly, it, it, they'll they'll find a way to get under. And then that's well, not to mention that Miami has. Miami has three, you know, players that they would want to potentially re-sign next season. That is Max Strus, Gabe Vincent, and then Yurtsevin. Yeah, Brian all of them have low cap holds. I, I didn't want to correct him. Yeah, when you when you said you, you meant to say thirty million dollars in luxury. Oh my bad, thirty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> oh, I can cruise, cover that. Like. The cruise industry isn't that bad. I, mean, it doesn't <laughs> I don't know. No, no. I saw some tweets today that say otherwise. It's not pretty, out. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> But yeah, basically, uh, want- Miami's going to be like $30 million potentially in the tax with just the players that they have on this list. 
And if they want to bring back Gabe, if they want to bring back Yurt, if they want to bring but, back okay, Max. You say that we have these conversations like, like they're not going to make any moves this year. That's the yeah. part that drives me crazy. Like, Well, what, that's the thing that, that Christian was getting into. Like, they have to make some serious decisions on what they want to do with Duncan's like, salary and what they want to possibly do with Kyle's salary. That's why he talking about this stuff enough because he always just poo-poos it. He's like, why are we even worrying about this? What is this? What are we, we doing? We do this like, all the time, and it always works out. Like, I don't know. Maybe I am the super so- positive sunshine bumper, but it, it always works out. Like, Tyler, uh, Tyler Johnson, Deion Waiters, James Johnson, oh, Ryan Anderson. Like, all this shit works out. We're fine, baby. You know, if you had been a sunshine pumper, you'd still be at seven. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's get into what happened today in the scrimmage, if you guys want to. You, oh, did you guys at least for like two minutes, just so I can glow. Sweetin says way too much calculator talk. Is Tyler a hooper or not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, duh. I don't, is that in question? Tyler's a hooper, a rich hooper. I still, I still don't fully understand what a hooper is, but he's got to be a hooper, right? A hooper is um, someone who does like a hezzy and uh, step well, back. It's like Kyrie Irving, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Somebody who inefficient most of the time. But has got a lot of swag and sauce. Yeah, probably doesn't play a lot of defense. And other S adjectives. Who got a bigger extension, Jimmy or, Kyle, <laughs> or Tyler this season? Boom, boom, psh. Okay, no, no. Show me, show me either Troppy Baby or Brady Hawk's Twitter feed, so that uh, I, I just want to like, I would just want to have what a little. Did, did you hit a three? Is it he hit two threes, Al? Oh my god! Hit like three of them, and they did it together, and it's gonna be amazing. And I'm gonna win money in a scrimmage against it. <laughs> that was like the, the the tweet that the Nets are gonna be dangerous this year, and they're playing the Nets. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like honestly, I hope. I, listen, I, 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 I joke and I kid about Yurt, and I, but I hope. I mean, I hope he's hitting threes, and I hope Bam's hitting three, four threes a game. Well, I have good news for you. Oh no, he's swinging. He's like been singing those sweet nothings and those podcasts I've been listening to, both at Locked On and yeah, also at Five Reasons Five on Four. Also, also in the post game commentary, I saw that Spo said he's going to use both the speed lineup, which duh, because that's all he does. But he also said he's going to do the big lineup. Mm. Whoa. I need, a, I need an alarm sound for that. Woo! Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I, like, like, when I see it and it looks good, I'll be excited. I, you well, know, I'm excited happy. Why do you hate day. Why do you hate Yurt so much? It's not that I hate Yurt. First of all, I it makes me happy, Brian. That's most of it is because it makes Christian happy. The second thing why, is... Why, because he has a bet with Gianni? No, no, I just it was way before that. It it's, way, way it's just the, the, the hype, the hyperbole over like just guys they sign off the street that look good in summer leagues and scrimmages and preseasons and all kinds. Like everyone goes nuts and and open runs, you know, at Miami Pro Am. Like people go crazy over all this shit. And I just think it's silly. Like show it to me in an actual game. Like people like want to call Yurt a stretch five. Like, he has never shot well from three at any stage of his career, like his entire life. But we see him hit a couple open threes in Summer League, and we're like, oh, he's Brooke Lopez now. Like, come on. Like, let me see it. If I if I see it in the games, if it if it if it's real, I'll be excited for right Listen, now. Brooke Lopez was not Brooke Lopez entering the league. Of course he wasn't. 
And if you and if you were if, if his first few years, if you were going to call him a stretch five and he couldn't shoot, I'd say you're an idiot for calling him a stretch five until he's a stretch five. Right now, like saying Yurt is a stretch five just because he's white, like if that's all we're doing. We're that's all we're doing is that we saw him hit a couple threes in summer league and he's white. He's a stretch five. Well, he's not the only big man that's shooting threes. We got Bam shooting threes finally. And this is uh, Spo's comments after the game. He said after the scrimmage that Bam Adebayo has extended his range. He's really been working on a three-point shot. Adebayo hit three threes in tonight's scrimmage. This is from Anthony Chang. It's all here. happening, baby. It's I all hope. happening. I hope. Out the best part is that guess what's tomorrow? Uh, a game! A real yeah. game! Yeah, okay. Like, I'll be excited if I see something. You better yeah. fucking be. If you're not excited, I'm going to get excited Come on, have you. you seen Hangover Time? <laughs> Come on. I will. I get excited for games, okay? Yo, I like honestly, the way that you arranged the jerseys back there. It looks nice. You like that? Yeah. I don't have a lot, as much wall space in here as I had in my old place. But... Better than wall space that had, like, something nice and pretty to look yeah. at. That's good. Let's see if I can get something on this side. Um, but, yeah, the only thing that really came out of the scrimmage is that it opened up with a Duncan three. Uh, you know, that it just tells you what's nope, coming this Duncan year. apparently look good, too. I mean, it, it's all working right now, let's hope. Throwing alley-oops to Max. Come on, man. He's some more band praise from Spouse. This is from Five Reasons. He said, I don't know about the pull-up three necessarily, but that is a rhythm three. If you were teaching a young player how to shoot, you would probably do it from the top of the key. You know how often we've wanted PJ to shoot from the top of the three or top of the key? Listen. I am off. Like I've been saying for years, I want Bam to attempt two and a half, three threes a game. If it happens this year, I will be ecstatic. Like it, and then if he can get people to start respecting him from out there, like it's going to be amazing. I have big news for you, Elf. What? Bam is a three. All right, you're insane. <laughs> How can you not? I mean, you got Jovic, you got Yurt. Dude, what are you oh, going to do when you got Bam defending the team's yeah. best wing on a regular <laughs> What is this? This is Jovic dancing with, with Oladipo. I told you I, I told you guys about Uptown Dale's pants. It makes me uncomfortable. Where do you think he gets his outfits? It's a toilet store. <laughs> <laughs> Bang!